before we talk about our uh, ingredient this evening, something happened today. Yeah. In the world of social media. Yeah, we're still on a bit of a fry high. Well, yeah, I and mean, we're worried that there might actually be people that might listen to to this eventually. Um, so, you know, if we sound nervous and you can hear shuffling of papers, <laughs> it's because we got retweeted by Stephen Fry mm. today. Appeared in front of all twelve million followers. Yeah, his. in his in his feed, um, he was he was tweeting about how much he hates coriander. He was talking about a, a specific TV chef, the otherwise admirable. Mary Berry keeps ruining her dishes by adding coriander. She might as well squirt in washing up liquid. Sigh. I read that and went, oh, my God, Stephen Fry has the gene. Uh, so uh, I tweeted him uh, from Ingredipedia. It said, ah, so you have the gene. We send our condolences. Find out more about your genetic deformity here. Mm-hmm. And then a link to the um, the coriander episode. If you are listening two weeks ago, you'll know what we're talking about. There is a, an actual sort of uh, a, a gene that makes you uh, really dislike coriander and it tastes chemically and soapy. And we, we spoke to somebody with the gene and we, we made them eat coriander. Um, so that happened today. Um, so hopefully it feels like we actually shared the the news of the gene with a lot of people a lot of yeah, people on Twitter I going it was ah really common knowledge yeah well there's a lot of people with the gene that never knew about it mm, so that didn't like it being called a deformity mm. we know we now know yeah um, <laughs> we retracted the word deformity I, I, I prefer to to call it a weirdness but anyway he didn't retweet the retraction he didn't <laughs> no so really just the the 200 people that follow Ingredipedia saw that retraction <laughs> and nobody else so that's what happened today. But what are we talking about in uh, the episode to come, Emily? We're doing an ingredient suggested by one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. We're doing garlic. So Linda Williams suggested we cover it because she says it makes her tongue swell and she feels nauseous when she smells it cooking. But somehow in its powdered form, it's okay. So we're doing this for Linda. This is for you, Linda. <laughs> we probably won't get to the bottom of why it makes your tongue swell, but um, maybe we'll cover some weird facts. Um, n- no medical knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Um, so garlic's been around for ages. Humans have apparently been using it for 7,000 years. And I know I always talk about my lack of farm knowledge about how things grow um, <laughs> every episode, but I actually have a real life farm story about garlic, not Farmville this time. Okay. So my great gran- grandpa on my mum's side has a farm or had a farm, which explains why I can't genetically um, sleep past 6am. But so he used to grow garlic in at his farm in Kilsyth because it believed, like many people, it stops you getting sick. Um, and he died 26 years ago. And since then, my mum's cousins have kept the garlic plant alive kind of in their, gar- in their garden using the same bulb and stuff. Um, and then my mum also has um, a shoot of the garlic plant in her garden. Wow. But this year it didn't flower. So she'll get another one if it doesn't shoot this year. I'm sorry, last year, but um, I'm really scared that about when it gets to my turn because, like, I can't even keep mint alive, (laughs) and apparently that's supposed to grow like a weed. So I already have anxiety about anxiety about my future garlic plant. Um, Oh oh God! (laughs) Wow, you you can actually see the anxiety on her. Uh, You'll be fine by then. You'll figure out farming. My eye twitches back. (laughs) You play play enough Farmville, and you will be fine. Everything will be fine. So, Ben, strap yourself in because I've done some serious journalism for this, my first garlic fact. Okay. Um, January 15, 2016, 
Yeah. Does that stick out for any reason for you? January 15. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. It was a couple of weeks ago. Maybe just a usual work day for you. Mm-hmm. But um, it was actually one of the biggest food events in Melbourne. It was a food event attended by 56,000 people. Really? It wasn't a food festival. It was a food conference dedicated to one type of food only. Um, it was the Garlic Bread Appreciation Conference. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> was that a con- uh, um, was that it let, at a conference centre or um, no? It was at the MCG. Okay, so let me explain. Sure. It was one of those Facebook events that went crazy in a really small amount of time. So fifty six thousand and eighty six people said they were attending on Facebook. Yeah, and I got in touch with the event creator, a young guy called Baxter. And he said it only took three days for the event to hit 40,000 people. So you really did journalism? Yeah, I did journalism. And I've got a quote here. So I asked why he created the event and he said, I thought that garlic bread was an extremely underrated side dish and I wanted to create the event as a little joke and tribute to garlic bread. I had absolutely no idea there would be 55,000 people that would get around it. (laughs) Um, So the event time was 3.07 a.m. at the MCG on a Friday morning and I asked him if anyone turned up. What? And he said... um, well, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about that, but I don't think the MCG security would be too happy about a bunch of garlic bread enthusiasts rocking up at 3.07am. Okay. Um, which is true because around that time, I noticed, because I live near the MCG, they installed oh, a huge security fence. So maybe the security fence was because they were scared about this garlic bread conference and not to do with and cricket. 55,000 people mm. turning up hungry, not <laughs> enough garlic bread to go around. Um, so obviously this guy Baxter is a garlic bread expert. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know what the best type of garlic bread is. So my mum used to get the home brand version, mm-hmm. which was the best. But Baxter said that doesn't exist anymore. I haven't actually bought garlic bread for a while. So the landscape has changed. It's been replaced with one that says La Familia Kitchen Garlic Bread. Okay. And Baxter says the crunch to soft ratio is top notch. Right. So that's an expert food tip if ever I heard one. Mm. So I'll buy some this week and put a picture up on our Instagram so people know what to look out for. Mm-hmm. So that's part one. Okay. <laughs> that's the Garlic Bread Appreciation Conference in Melbourne. But love for garlic bread on the internet knows no geographical boundaries. Enter the Garlic Bread Memes Facebook page. Mm, Are you aware of that one? I'm not aware you of that like page. It. Yeah, I didn't notice you as one of the <laughs> six of my friends that likes garlic <laughs> bread memes. So this is a page where 122,000 people from all over the world come together for a few times each day to celebrate their love of garlic bread. Um, there's about five posts about garlic bread a day. That's, that's, that's a, a lot. That's yeah. a lot. When I managed the M&M's Facebook page, I found it hard to think <laughs> of one post a day, let alone five. But um, they've got it covered. It's cool because they mainly just take any popular meme and just insert garlic bread into it, sometimes mm. quite crudely. But I think that that's what's funny about it. Yeah, sure. So to give you an example of the memes via audio, <laughs> um, one of them says, when they say some other food for dinner and then they say, with garlic bread. And then there's a picture of like a semi-trailer in a one-lane tunnel doing a really fast U-turn. Right. Yeah. And then there's one that says like Tinder pick versus real life and then it's a picture of garlic bread versus banana bread. Okay. So garlic bread being like the good... That's good. Yeah, the and good banana bread is bad. Yeah, that's reality. Uh, in, this, in the reality yeah. <laughs> of the garlic bread memes page. So that one got... Um, 
1,588 likes. That's uh, that's pretty good engagement right there. That's pretty high. <laughs> yeah, it is high. Yeah. Um, and then one of the ones that's um, got the most likes recently is this um, picture of making a murderer, kind of like the cover of that. But instead of making a murderer, it says making a garlic bread and half the guy's face is made of garlic bread. Mm-hmm. So they don't all make sense or really have a point. Well, I mean, they're capturing the zeitgeist. They're basically inserting garlic bread Mm. anywhere they can. Yeah. And there are no rules when it comes to expressing your love of garlic bread on the internet. Mm. Um, So I got in touch with the Garlic Bread Memes Facebook page admin. Yeah. And they wanted to be kept anonymous, so let's just call them B. Um, So B spends two hours a day making garlic bread-related memes and managing the page. And I asked B um, why they started the Facebook page and B's answer was perfect. He said... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> B said... So close. I, that was just a slip of the tongue. Um, he said... <laughs> um, I had a Domino's free garlic bread coupon in my wallet for a really long time. Every time my mates ordered pizza, I would hook them up with some garlic bread. I used the same voucher like 10 times monkey with the hidden eyes emoji what a legend screwing the system to get free garlic bread and then spending the rest of his life making garlic bread memes for two hours a day two hours a day does b he or she have a job i i didn't go that deep yeah just like thinking no (laughs) well from a very futuristic meme world i'm going to take you right back and i want to talk to you about garlic and vampires uh the garlic and vampires goes back to, uh, well, before uh, Bram Stoker's novel, Dracula, but uh, it does feature in, in Dracula, the book, where Van Helsing uses garlic to protect Lucy from the vampire count by placing it in her room and around her neck. Uh, so the quote from the book is, we went into the room taking the garlic with us. The professor's actions were certainly odd and not to be found in any pharmacopoeia that I ever heard of. First, he fastened up the windows and latched them securely. Next, taking a handful of the flowers, he rubbed them all over the sashes as though to ensure that every whiff of air that might get in would be laden with the garlic smell. Then, with a wisp, he rubbed all of the jam of the door above, below, and at each side and around the fireplace in some way. So one theory put forth on garliccentral.com, which is where this uh, article I'm quoting from comes from, is that um, vampirism can be seen as symbolic of mosquito bites and garlic was already known in folklore as a natural mosquito repellent. So mosquitoes suck blood and in doing so spread disease just like vampires. So they've kind of transferred the garlic keeps mosquitoes away to garlic keeps vampires away. But does it actually keep blood-sucking things away? Will we ever know? Luckily, the Norwegians have actually studied it. Uh, This is uh, reported on the uh, website io9. A Norwegian study put garlic's efficacy as a vampire retardant to the test using another bloodsucker as a stand-in for Count Dracula, not the uh, the, um, mosquito, but the um, uh, leech. Oh, great. So this is from the journal Tidske nor Legerforen and reported on, on io9. Garlic has been regarded as an effective prophylactic against vampires, as was shown in Bram Stoker's Dracula. We wanted to explore this alleged effect experimentally. Owing to the lack of vampires, we used leeches instead. In strictly standardised research surroundings, the leeches were to attach themselves to either a hand smeared with garlic or a clean hand. The garlic-smeared hand was preferred in two out of the three cases. Whoa. 
So and not only attract- that, it actually attracts them. Not only does it attract them, when they preferred the garlic, the leeches used only 14.9 seconds to attach themselves compared with 44.9 seconds when going to the non-garlic hand. So not only does it not work, it actually it attracts them. And when they're attracted, they suck your blood even faster. So if we're going to use leeches as a stand-in for vampires, maybe don't try that at home. I always knew vampire stories didn't make sense. Well, That's, no. That just proves it. No, that make absolutely no sense at all. You're listening to Ingridopedia and we've got somebody in the studio with us. We've got a guest that will hopefully bring more garlic knowledge to the listeners than garlic bread memes and vampires. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> Alice... Zeslavsky, or Alice in Frames as you might know her, was previously a school teacher before starring on a cooking TV show you may have heard of. It's probably one of the most popular cooking TV shows on Australian TV, aside from Cook and the Chef, which is the greatest mm. cooking or, TV or show Ready, in Steady, the world. Cook. Yeah. Oh, true. Have you been on Ready, Steady, Cook as well, Alice? Not yet, disappointingly okay. Got so. that to look forward to. I know. <laughs> a girl could dream. <laughs> um, and now Alice is a foodie kids game show host, adventuring in residence at the Pran Market, and also a book author of Alice's Food A to Z. Welcome, Alice. Thank you for having me. Hello. <laughs> So, Alice, we reached out to a while ago and we asked you what ingredient you'd like to do and garlic coincided with one of our listener suggestions. So, why did you choose garlic? I chose garlic. um, I'm Eastern European. I'm Georgian. And garlic appears in basically every single savoury dish in Georgian (laughs) cooking. And when I first came to Australia, I was surprised by how little garlic was actually sort of used and especially raw garlic. Um, I tend to find that it's a little bit too strong in flavour for... Uh, the, the Australian palate, but, mm. you know, I, I, I'm yet to be... I'm happy to be corrected on that. How do you feel about garlic, Ben? Well, I, mean, I love garlic. Excellent. Like, I, I love it. Like, a, you know, roasted, like a whole head of garlic clove. But you just mentioned raw garlic there. Yes. I'm not massive into raw garlic. What, yeah, right. what? How do you... How would it be used in Georgian food? Well, so it would be used through aiolis. It would be used through yeah. any sort of um, any sort of salad, basically. Yeah. It would have some sort of, you know, chopped up garlic. There are ways to... I think that the thing that people... Um, are hesitant with with raw garlic is that it can be quite hot, it can be quite bitter Mm. Mm. and so those can be counteracted with things like salt flakes um, for the the bitterness, salt draws out the bitterness in foods Mm -hmm. Um, and you can also in terms of the, the heat of the garlic, it depends where it is in the season. So it's the other reason why I chose garlic is because garlic right now, Victorian garlic, is rife and delicious. Mm. So if you get it early in the season, it's still quite nice and sweet. It's as it gets older and as it starts to basically go to seed, when you start to see the green sort of shoot come through the middle, yeah. that's when it starts to get that real bitter, bitter note to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about sweet garlic? Mm. Is that something that happens in, in Georgian food? I know you just, only because you mentioned at the very start, it was in every savoury dish yep. um, through through Georgian cooking. But is there, yeah, is there a sweet garlic dish? Well, um, when garlic is roasted, obviously it gets quite a lovely sweet note. So you can definitely use it, um, I suppose, if you're being a little bit funky. I actually used it on <laughs> MasterChef, actually, years mm-hmm. ago. I used it, um, it was a Heston Blumenthal challenge and we had to be creative with food. Uh, what a surprise. <laughs> and I created a borscht jelly, um, which was like, it had like chilli flakes through it or chilli powder so that when you put it in your mouth, it was cold and then it was hot. And then I had that with a garlic 
crostini, which um, I used raw garlic on and rubbed the, the crostini with that, and then I made a creme fraiche ice cream, so using mm. nitro. Wow. Um, yeah. And so that was like, I don't even know if that was a savoury or a sweet, to be honest. <laughs> so um, then do you have all those three things together? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it was very much like a molecular gastronomy um <laughs> dish and I remember Heston's face when he ate it. I thought I was going home. <laughs> he said he felt like he someone had clo- he closed his eyes, someone had spun him around and he didn't know where he was anymore <laughs> and he thought he liked it. So, you know, okay. I think it was like it was a very subversive dish. Yes. The subversive dessert, you could yeah. probably pop garlic okay. in. Yeah, because you can also, if you boil garlic in milk, then the milk can draw out ah. that bitterness as well. So, for example, for a garlic soup, what you would do is you would bring it to the boil in milk three times and the more that you bring it to the boil with that milk the, the less bitter it is and then you would whiz, it, whiz that up with some bread mm-hmm. and make like a white soup or white sauce so you'd have you peel the, the cloves before that happens yeah. and then boil it in milk exactly okay, i'm writing this down write it down <laughs> delicious well, so just back times. to raw garlic yeah. would you ever eat garlic just by itself Heaps of people do. And that's like um, grandma's babushka raya would <laughs> give me a garlic clove. If I was sick, then I would get a garlic clove mm. um, and that would straight away, first of all, it clears your nostrils mm-hmm. um, and second of all, it's full of antioxidant delights. So, um, But I think that this tends to be um, an issue these days because a lot of the garlic that people try and use is imported or it's mm. old and if the garlic's imported then it's all been irradiated so um, or it's been treated yeah. and so all of that lovely antioxidant um, um, cold fightingness is gone so choose local garlic when yeah. you can yeah interesting yeah i read that a whole heap of the garlic we have here is actually imported yeah a uh, crap load. Can Where- I say crap? On <laughs> sure thing. Just did. <laughs> Thank you. Is there any like physical difference in Australian garlic? There are so many different varieties, um, but you really do need to look at the labelling yeah. and ask as well. Become friends with your greengrocer and say, is this local? And know when the season is as well. Um, but local garlic will be around for a while because once you've got the garlic, as long as it's in the bulb, mm. it will, in a cool, dark place, then it can store for months. So... And do you have any tips to peeling garlic? Because sometimes I I really hate doing that. Heaps. So that's the other thing. So um, the fresher the garlic, the easier it is to peel. And it starts to then um, constrict and tighten up and then it's harder to peel. So... Uh, several options here. Okay. Um, one is you can do the old, it depends on what you're using it for, but if you don't need the garlic clove whole, then you can use the flat end of your knife yep. um, and the palm and just crush it like that. Yep. Um, or if you aren't uh, so confident with knives, you can use the bottom of an olive oil bottle, let's say, to yeah. crush it that way. Uh, you can um, just crush it between your palms so you can feel like the Hulk, the garlic <laughs> Hulk. Garlic Hulk, yeah. yeah, good. That's a thing. I've got a question uh-huh. about garlic because you know how dried herbs are like the worst thing in the world most of the time like (laughs) anything that has dried basil in it it just is going to make me gag but is it okay to use like like dried garlic does that have a place in in proper food hells to the yes okay Uh, it depends on what it is so i found one brand it's got a green lid um and it's like an organic garlic powder. Mm -hmm. Garlic, the reason why it's used so much in savoury cooking is because it adds a lovely umami savoury note. Emily's nodding because you know. (laughs) So um, when you, let's say, forget to put enough garlic in or when you taste your food and it doesn't taste like it's got enough depth in it, having some garlic powder or some onion powder in your pantry is a fantastic way of just 
oomph, giving it a little bit of something-something. Yeah. So you can pick that up at organic um, health food shops or um, grocers. I'm, I've seen it at a couple of places at, at Paran as well. So mm. um, Green Lid, something organics, garlic powder. Okay. Get it in you. I'm, I'm really happy to know that because, yeah, it is one of those ones where I'm like, is this real? Is this... Am I just channeling my mum's inner bogan by putting this in? <laughs> if you're listening, Gail, thank you um, for your inner bogan. I love it. We love you, Gail. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm glad. I'm okay. glad. Just make sure that, I think the reason why dried herbs get a bad name is because you leave them in the back of your pantry and when you bring them out, they're like two years old. Mm. There is a shelf life on dried herbs. So, for example, oregano or oregano, yeah. um, if, if that's stored upside down and dried, then that actually has more intensity of flavour. Yeah. So, but you just wouldn't be using it three years later because it just tastes like old foot. But is there any way, any way to use that minced up dried basil in oh. a proper way? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you could make paint out of it. Okay, good. Right, <laughs> just checking. Sorry, I know this is the garlic episode, but... Yeah, we digress. <laughs> Going back to being a bogan, um, talking about, we were talking about home brand garlic bread before. Mm-hmm. Do you make like any kind of fancy garlic bread? Well, I grew up on home brand garlic oh, bread. Okay. Oh, my God. Good to know we're on the same level. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and um, the, the packet um, pasta that you pour boiling water in and stir and you make your own Alfredo yeah. <laughs> with the, with the yeah. garlic. Um, however... Love that stuff. Oh, however, very recently I tried my hand at making garlic bread for the first time. I can't believe it's taking me this long, but I just don't think to do it. But we mm. had some fresh garlic and a lovely little loaf of bread. So all I had to do was slice, not all the way through, but slice sort of um, with a bread knife into this little loaf. And then I made up like a paste with garlic and some parsley and some olive oil and um, I think some butter as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. And salt flakes. And then I um, I brushed it or I even just scooped a little bit into each of those little um, slits. Yeah. And then I baked it in the oven for about 10, 15 minutes. Drizzle of olive oil on top as well because that makes it extra crispy. Mm. Holy moly. That was, I'm salivating yeah. talking about it. It's so easy and so delicious. You'll never want to get that gross. I can't believe how long I ate it for. And I love it so much but thinking about it now there's just so much more open your mind to homemade garlic bread are you listening emily i am <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take some persuading but you know, that sounds pretty good oh it's so good <laughs> um do you have a, a, a garlic fact alice is there anything in your sort of you know yep you in do bank. yeah well in, in, your, in your memory banks it, that you always know about garlic incidentally i um i wrote a book about ingredients which is why we're friends. Yeah. Um, and there's a garlic page in it. And um, I didn't bring my book along. <laughs> but um, but the name garlic, have you talked about where no. the word... Okay, so garlic. So it's because it grows in the ground and it looks like a leek. Like a leek. At the top. Oh, so really? So garlic. Garlic. Ground leek. Yeah, ground leek. There you go. Is, it, is there anything she doesn't appetize, know? Less appetising. Just think about the way Alice described that garlic bread. Much, okay? um, Alice, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your knowledge of garlic, what to do with it, what you know about it, um, and how many times to boil it in order to pull the, the, um, the bitterness out. You are so welcome. And did you talk about how to get rid of garlic breath yet? Oh, no. No. Are you so going to talk po- about I wasn't going to say no. anything. No, okay. me More facts, please. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly no. Parsley is a natural uh, breath freshener. So that's why you tend to see parsley and garlic together in dishes because if you eat some parsley, 
then it'll make the garlic breath go away. Does it have to, can it be curly parsley or does it have to be? Look, the curly parsley. Why would you? Yeah, it's a really good <gasps> question. Sorry. It is. No, it is. It's a really good question. I think that I never thought that curly parsley deserved any sort of mention whatsoever. <laughs> However, it's great for making pesto. Mm-hmm. So it does have a place, okay. but I prefer, I'm a flat leaf parsley girl. That's for sure. I just love that we've got dried garlic and curly parsley happening and um, packet Alfredo. Oh. <laughs> this is the, this is the foodiest food show of all time. Alice Zaslavsky, Alice in Frames. You can find out more about what she's up to at aliceinframes.com. Thank you so much for joining us on Ingredipedia. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. So, Ben, when you order a pizza, what's your go-to? I've got a couple. I think I've asked you this before, but go on. Uh, I do love me sort of just a pepperoni straight up pepperoni maybe with some anchovies and I also love a Hawaiian okay we'll save that debate for another time a little bit of both um are you sure it's not the hot dog stuffed crust uh, that was my secret and I didn't think you were <laughs> going to go to air with that but okay sure um what about the Vegemite stuffed crust <laughs> no never the Doritos crust <laughs> I would try that. Yeah, I, it's not bad. <laughs> um, the meat party pie pizza. Yeah, no, that makes me yeah. feel ill just thinking about it. <laughs> well, the latest ridiculous novelty pizza is the Golden Garlic Knot Pizza, which a pizza chain in America released especially for the Super Bowl yesterday. So this is a pizza with 16 hand-rolled cheese-stuffed garlic knots mm-hmm. on the crust and then it's dipped in edible 24-karat gold. <laughs> What? So the golden garlic knot pizza has about a um, hundred American, a hundred US dollars worth of gold on there, which is equivalent to one hundred and forty Australian dollars. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to get your hands on. Only fifty golden garlic knot pizzas were made, so to get one, you had to order a regular garlic knot pizza during the Super Bowl, and maybe out of everyone in the whole of America you'd be upgraded to okay. a golden one. So it was a, it was a sort of promotional upgrade. You weren't paying retail. No. So it wasn't like a No, you paid the like $12 pizza. or wow. whatever. Yeah. And um, I think the reason they did this, despite just wanting to make ridiculous pizzas... And is for people like us <laughs> on the other side of the yeah. world to be talking about it, giving them free publicity. Yeah. Yep. It's because it's the it was the 50th Super Bowl yep. so, and 50th anniversary is a gold. So they made it on pizza. It makes perfect sense. (laughs) Um, And I'm not sure what the golden garlic knot pizza tastes like, but you know the saying, um, you can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter? Yes. They seem to have taken that literally because this pizza looks like it has 16 brown glittery turds all around its head. I'm just showing you a picture now. Yeah, no, that doesn't make (laughs) me want to eat or pay $150 for something. When you describe a golden pizza, it kind of sounds like that is an amazing bling pizza mm. but um when you actually see it it really doesn't look appetizing yeah not so much not not at all in fact um but thank you for bringing it to our attention <laughs> um garlic is valuable um even without the gold and i want to talk about the value of garlic because do you know that garlic theft is a thing as in stealing it from S- the supermarket no stealing it from the ground or stealing it from markets like stealing it in bulk i've found several stories on the internet. Um, I'm going to start with one from Vienna in 2012. This was one of those weird news stories on the Huffington Post. So Austrian police did not need sniffing dogs, (coughs) guys, good one, to locate uh, this suspected heist. 9.5 tonnes of garlic 
So that's 30,000 euro or um, 37,000 US, which would be around $45,000 Australian of um, garlic was stolen from Spain uh, by Romanian nationals. Um, But apparently, um, well, they were found out by the smell like police could oh, really? like you could smell like several truckloads of garlic was pretty easy to, to smell one way i don't think they they caught the uh offenders was in uh, new zealand in 2014 quite a sad story there was only 800 dollars worth of of uh garlic but it was stolen from like a community farm like a local kind of neighborhood farm that was growing food to uh for you know, community projects. Uh, and then there's this one in um, Surat, India in 2011. And I'll go to the tape for this one because um, there's a news report about it. It's a chef's best friend and now it's getting more and more expensive almost every day, something that these thieves from Surat took immediate advantage of. In the diamond capital of the country, it's not the sparkling stone alone that is coveted. Three Good. people have been arrested Good. for stealing garlic. So what we're seeing there is... is skyrocketing. Like sacks of garlic and three people headed to vegetable markets in Surat and stole garlic worth thousands. Weirdly enough, they're interviewing the guys that stole the garlic. <laughs> the police have got them. Um, so this guy's saying garlic, garlic's gone up to you know over three hundred uh, rupee a kilo. Um, people, these guys made three or four thousand rupees from it. And then you just see the gang just standing there and they're just like they're giggling. They're like, yeah, okay, we stole the stole the garlic. And then they interview them, um, and they're just like, yeah, we we knew that there was a lot of value in garlic, so. So we stole it. Um, what was their punishment? Uh, it doesn't say. Imran Kakti was the, the accused here. He's saying... Um, oh, this, is, this is one of those ones where he keeps talking, but the um, subtitles are gone. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's saying... Uh, I'll just take, take it back till I get the subtitles. Where are the subtitles? He says, um, yeah, we just thought the garlic was... Uh, yeah, the price of garlic are going up every day. We thought of making quick money. He's pretty honest about it. Um, just a quick buck in garlic. Um, th- so there were some recent ones, but I've found one going back. This is from the Spokane Daily Chronicle, some Spokane in the United States, Washington, I believe, uh, from July 1st, 1950. The headline, Theft of Garlic Wrecks Marriage. This is, in, this is a national story, so this is from Los Angeles, an AP story. Mrs. Ada Whelan has dispensed with her husband because she said he stole 27,800 pounds of garlic. Jesus. She told the court that Martin F. Whelan, 40, neglected to tell her he had served a prison term for the theft when they were wed last December 4. She was granted an annulment. Her lawyer presented the court a criminal record of the garlic theft. But it wasn't her garlic that he stole. No, he stole it from someone else, but he didn't tell well, her. That's okay. It ruined a marriage. That's not okay. So garlic theft is a thing. That, like uh, gold or no gold, uh, garlic has value and uh, people have been stealing it at least for the last 70-odd years. There's been a lot of talk about salmonella over the past week. Mm-hmm. I tried to buy spinach on the weekend and I couldn't because I was terrified I was going to get food poisoning. Um, it's really it's really hard to survive. Basically, over the past week, um, I think it's up to 62 people in Victoria have got salmonella in Victoria, which has been linked to this wrapped lettuce um, packs from a specific producer somewhere in Victoria. I'm not sure exactly where. But I shouldn't actually be scared of um, salmonella because the cure is right under my nose. Mm. It's garlic. 
So a University of California study found that dried garlic in water can kill salmonella really, really quickly. Um, so salmonella is a bacteria that causes food poisoning and they found that after one hour, 10% of the salmonella rela- remained and after another hour, only 1% of the bacteria remained. So it like really? killed it super quickly. So it doesn't keep vampires away, but it does keep salmonella yeah. away. And it's actually really smart about it. Um, another study published in the World Journal of Microbiology and Biotechnology. I've, I subscribe to that. <laughs> same. Um, found garlic only kills the bad bacteria. It doesn't kill the good bacteria in your stomach. So it has your best interest at heart. So what it lacks in making your breath nice, it makes up for in um, not killing good bacteria in your stomach. And you can just eat some um, parsley. For the breath thing, so yeah, there's no downside. But then, remember last week we found out that parsley <laughs> kills Pars- you. Parsley is poisonous. It's in oh my huge God, all doses. food is killing us. Yeah, that's what we're getting at. <laughs> um, and then in another book called The User's Guide to Garlic, it says that garlic can help prevent salmonella um, in food causing a stomach infection in the first place. So if your food has garlic in it and you eat something dodgy, as long as it's got garlic in it, you're okay. Okay. So if you eat like a dodgy kebab, make sure it has garlic then sauce. Always double <laughs> double the garlic sauce. Yeah. So yeah, you can even like eat raw chicken off the floor of a pigsty, but just wash it down with a bulb of garlic. Always. <laughs> Don't you, actually do that. You can eat half prepared turkey uh, prepared Ooh, by one of the hosts of Ingredipedia. Don't mention that. Uh, for our turkey episode. Anyway, that's a, that's a long story. It's a whole other story. Sorry, Pat. We are celebrating garlic. Um, tonight on Ingredipedia. Um, do you know that we're not the only people that celebrate garlic, though? No. Have you, have you heard of Gilroy, California? No. It is known as the garlic capital of the world. And uh, they love it so much that they have a yearly festival in celebration of garlic. Uh, some of the top attractions are free garlic ice cream. Ooh. Um, I'd, so the, I'd be keen to try that. The price is right. There's a um, uh, the... Uh, gourmet alley which is i guess where the, all the garlic food sold there's a wine pavilion there's garlic mercantile shops and Wait, then there's, garlic wine uh it doesn't say that it's garlic <laughs> wine I, okay. it probably is it's a garlic festival um and then there's a children's area and teen zone Ooh. um yeah come to the garlic festival <laughs> head to the teen zone maybe not so much but but um what might interesting greedypedia listeners is the annual gilroy garlic festival garlic cook-off this is a this is a big deal so this is that they take the garlic cook-off seriously i've printed off the rules and it's almost like three pages of rules here i'm just going to go through a few of them but um the recipes must be original and specify at least six cloves of fresh garlic or the equivalent in packaged form so three teaspoons minced or chopped so that's how much garlic you need there so you can use pre-packaged garlic apparently i don't know who's going to be doing that because and we'll get to that. Uh, so the recipe name may not exceed 10 words. Good to know. Um, let's just say that people take some liberties with that as we get to the, some of the previous winners. Professional chefs, cooks, food stylists and other food specialists are prohibited from entering this concept, contest. So no good for Alice, who was in here earlier. Uh, it's open to US and Canada residents only, which is bad news. But I think maybe okay. they've bent the rules and you've got to be 21 years of age or older. So our younger listeners, I'm sorry. Um uh, finalists provide all ingredients necessary for their recipes with the exception of garlic, which the festival provides, which is nice of them. Um, and then they judge it on flavour, texture, creativity, appearance and the use of garlic. Uh, and it's it's a big deal. The prize is 
$5,000 for first place. Two and a half grand for second. You really can. Uh, And, uh, you know, there's all sorts of things in you. Um, So basically, um, they'll fly you from anywhere in America. And the winners aren't all from California. If you look at 2014, sarsaparilla glazed wild west burgers and southwest sweet potatoes. Suzanne Clark, Phoenix, Arizona. She might have been flown there by the people from Gilroy. Uh, Carnival-style fish fish sticks with lemony jalapeno mayonnaise and spicy apple kohlrabi slaw from Karen Harris in Castle Rock, Colorado. That one in 2013. That's way more than 10 words. I've really, I've got to be honest with with you there, Karen. You really bent the rules. Um, So that's 2013, 12. 2009 was like spicy garlic butter cookies with garlic goats cheese and honey but let's let's go back to a simpler time that does sound good but it's churching it up a bit it's a garlic festival so i like to let's go back to a simpler time 1992 garlic mushroom soup that's all that was from Mm. j.o manis from mill valley california and 1979 i like the sound of this one this sounds like something that my mum might have cooked in the 70s kelly's asian chicken doesn't say anything else (laughs) no further detail needed no detail needed so that is the gilroy Garlic Festival, Garlic Cook-Off. I, uh, uh, I implore Ingridopedia listeners to enter their uh, recipes, no more than 10 words, although, okay, that, don't worry about that. You can have as many as you, as you want. Uh, entries are due no later than May 1. So get cooking. Before we get out of here, let's recap what we talked about. Okay, my first fact was about garlic bread memes. Mine was vampires. My second one was golden garlic, not pizza. I talked about garlic theft. And then I finished it off by talking about salmonella. And then I invited you all to enter the Gilroy garlic cook-off. So you can vote for your favourite fact on our Instagram, mm-hmm. which is Ingredipedia, um, just to, like, boost our egos. No real, doesn't really change anything. And then you can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes if you want to keep hearing Ingredipedia every week. Mm-hmm. Or um, just listen on our website at ingredipedia.com.au. Uh, thanks very much for listening and uh, have a great time, everybody. <laughs>